any audio we have from this little break should be our opening audio. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Welcome to a very special Christmas episode of I Forgot Part 2. This week we're back with this guy. That's me, I'm Paul. And this one, Chloe. And I'm Barbara. And I'm Melissa. And this is... I forgot. Perfect. Sure. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm yes, sorry. that's I what we'll tell myself. <laughs> Chloe burped out our, our name, and that's good. <laughs> and that's good. And, and that's, that's good. what we'll use. <laughs> uh, last week, you heard the wonderful recounting of a Veggie Tales Christmas. Oh, God. That was... Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was... Uh, Cool. Yeah, it was it cool sounds, and good and about God and sounds, about God and Jesus. Like a good movie, and I'm not mad about it. And then this week we have uh, Paul here, and he is going to forget his own movie. I have forgotten a cosmic Christmas special. And um, my understanding is that this one has nothing to do with God or Jesus or um, Christian. You'd be very wrong. Mm, okay. This isn't the claymation one, right? Not at all. Because there is like a secular. Like Santa mythology one. Uh, you're talking about yeah the two ones like with the cold miser and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I was told I could not do those. Oh, I'm being censored. It's okay. They're um, long though, man. They're very long. I they're think. forty minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next time we'll tag team on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys want me to start? Or? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. you're complaining about being censored, but then we give you the chance to speak and you don't take it. So like, what do you want? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our movie opens on a spaceship. We're in space, we're looking at the Earth, and they land, and we are told it's December 24th. We then meet our main character, Peter. He's just downtown shopping with his best friend, a goose in a sweater, and uh, um, what are them called? The long fabric things, what go around your neck? A scarf. Thank you all. Uh, thank you, Cor. <laughs> Cor. Corey of scarves. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? You're doing great so far. Thank you. What's the goose's name? Goose? Because I don't remember the goose's name. Oh, I thought... So yeah, he's a I jock? Gonna, I was going to ask you to... Um, no, he's a pilot. I was going to ask you to uh, <laughs> <clears throat> tell me if it was a goose or if it was a person named go- a goose. It is a goose, an animal, a goose. Okay. Oh, I have a fact about the goose. a scarf and a sweater, which yes. is good because it's cold out. I have a fact about the goose. You're really killing it so far. Hang on. Scroll through the okay. notes. Shush. The original casting for this movie caused a bit of a stir when they originally picked on a an Australian Cape Baron uh, to play the goose, who's obviously supposed to be a Canadian goose. By the way, the goose's name is Lucy. Do your research. Um, so to avoid a controversy, they just replaced her with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. That makes a lot more sense then. So we follow them as they walk around downtown. You see Christmas decorations, people walking around. We run into a really thin man who sounds very sad that's in a very poorly done Santa outfit, ringing one of them bells and like, help the less fortunate, help the less fortunate. Oh, so he works for the Salvation Army. And the goose bites him on the ass. No, they have a little... And pleas- then he like flies into the air. Goes, no, they have a pleasant conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you know that gooses are anyway. turfs, Barbara? <laughs> Geese what? are turfs? Yeah, apparently. What do you mean? Because they support the Salvation Army. Uh, that was a dumb joke. That wasn't a joke, for the record. Um, it was a joke. It was a, a joke in the way that lies are jokes, uh, <laughs> which is all, the only jokes that appear on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the foundation of our... <laughs> yeah. Is lying. Dana flies. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we had to bring the Satanist content up Yeah. Okay, so once <laughs> our main characters leave, they don't really give him anything. They just talk to him for a bit about how cool Christmas is. We then first meet our group of three or four teens. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah, they sh- scary. They show up and they're making fun of the guy who's asking for stuff. And then he's also, like, they're... help out the less fortunate. And they respond with, we are the less fortunate man. 
So hurt people hurt people. That's right. It's that's a running what I theme. Say when people ask me for change, they're the they're the bad teens. Mm-hmm. 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 What I'd like to see change is your attitude on life, and then I walk away. I flip my hair. <laughs> the teens all kind of have voices like they're the Muppet Janice. I think that's the Muppet's name. You know? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah. so they're very cool. They're like this man. Yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's what some people. What sound year like. is this from? Uh, I don't know. 1984. I, I'm sorry. I was I watched the movie. I didn't bring the facts. <laughs> other people's jobs. <laughs> anyway, we continue through the plot. We see lots of different Christmas displays. Sorry, I'm missing something here. Do you want a quick fact while you're That'd be fantastic. Your yeah. Okay. Um here's one that's not very good at all, so I'll just I'll just use that. A cosmic Christmas tells the story of Blebus, our one true god, and the three wise aliens who brought her to Earth. Is that close? Believus? Believus. Believus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be- Believable. In this movie. Um, I've only seen it written, so I'm not sure how. Does Santa pronounced. come from space? Like, is Santa an alien? Is that what they're trying to tell me? Is that the message of this movie? Did I guess it? No. You did not. Seems fake. Mm. Close, is though. Movie... I feel like the theme is actually that Santa has the most Satans. Santa no. Has the most things? Is this movie about the Transformers? <laughs> no. Transformers is Scientology, probably. <laughs> Do you think the aliens in this movie made the weird vegetables in Chloe's movie? Possibly. Okay. Like, honestly, checks out. Yeah. Oh, do the aliens come to Earth to make the pyramids? Possibly. Okay. All these questions and more will be answered. We continue our journey downtown. We see lots of different Christmas displays as we follow along the kid who is super stoked about his goose in Christmas. We then notice the alien ship starts to land and it straight up just forms the Christmas star. Yep. Um, And as it flies, the kid notices it, starts telling everyone that like, hey, adults, some shit's going on. All the adults are like, sure, whatever, and don't care. The man's They don't even want to look up at the sky. They're like, fuck, shut this kid up. Correct. And the one guy's like, no, I got to home with my present. His present is a giant gift wrap upside down triangle. (laughs) Yeah. Larger than his person. Oh Just want to point that out. Holy. That's a big pizza slice. <laughs> <laughs> is this supposed to be like New York? Like what kind of city is this supposed to be? Uh, like just like a it's Christmas town. Canadian. So it all takes place in Vancouver or Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Which is New York or Seattle. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. Toronto. There you go. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. Okay. I don't usually pronounce the second T. It's so. okay. Paul pronounces it Toronto. Like, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Ugh. <laughs> well, Paul, li- Paul lives. Paul's from Ontario, so that is correct. Or on- you can be from Ontario and wrong. I am frequently. You don't even yeah, identify as being from Ontario. You can't pronounce it Toronto if your mouth is full of pretzels. <laughs> <sighs> Everyone likes pretzels. No, just people from Ontario. I was not brought here for a debate about pretzels, <laughs> and I will answer no further questions on the subject. Um. The kid decides, as you might, to set off and try and follow the star or whatever he's seeing. We then get a shot of the bullies talking about how hard their lives are, the teens. Um, Their leader, who we've now met, has the weirdest bike. It's like your classic type bike, but it's had like almost like a... uh, But it's got three wheels? No, it has two wheels, but it's like a chopper. Very small wheel, like the extended... Oh, like in Bobby's world. (laughs) No, that's a big wheel. Is that not the same thing? So it thing? looks like he's just got like a tiny wheel on the front that goes down really far and then a bigger wheel on the back? Kind of. That would make your life harder. Yeah. Yeah, no, you just picture like a, a motorcycle, like with the extended front wheel and stuff. Yeah, you okay. can see why yeah. that teen is so mean. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a red bike that looks like that. Uh, they run, we see this because they run into our main character, Peter, and just... Basically bully the shit out of them. Just make What's fun going of on with these teens? Yeah, who hurt them? Like, wh- this town doesn't have any support system for these teens? Why are they so angry? Sorry, a lot of good people are bullies when they're teens. I support these teens. <laughs> Maybe they, That's what I'm saying. Somebody help these teens. Yeah, clearly Peter has a support goose. Yeah. So like, yeah, why, why is Peter being a little bitch? These teens are the ones who need help. <laughs> so Peter's being really sweet, and as he's being bullied, the goose comes to his defense... And bites the teenagers, and then they all make their escape. 
the goose and Peter. The okay. goose who I've been told is Lucy. I would run from a goose. Oh, Lucy Goosey, I, I just them. got it. <laughs> <laughs> I love puns and I fucking hate that. <laughs> After we move away from them, we see the Goose and Peter. They're hanging out. They're having fun. They play hockey together, which is like a stick and something on the ice. Is the Goose Yeah, that's stick. what hockey is. No. Uh, they're just playing around running on the ice. This is when the first song of the special starts. And it's just about... I'm sorry, the first song? It took Correct. this long? This <laughs> is a musical. Barbara, it's Christmas. Sort of, but not really. It just mm. has music in it. Everything's a musical. <laughs> Is this where he denies his friend three times, or what? Like No. <laughs> it's also the Easter episode. Oh, right. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> like a pizza. These are references I understand. Excellent. We're all having a good time, then. Yeah. We then progress through the movie, as one might, and then Peter picks up the trail of the aliens. He finds it. They reveal themselves to be in a giant black ball. Mm-hmm. which then opens with steps and the three aliens come out who I can only describe as weird looking, but think of how you depict the three wise men. Except one has an owl face. An owl face? Correct. An okay. owl oh, because he's wise. Yes. Mm. So the aliens come out and we're like, we're peaceful. We don't want to hurt you. We just came because we noticed a cosmic disturbance 2000 something years ago. <gasps> Jesus' birth, and they describe what they registered, and the Peter's like, oh, you must mean the Christmas star. And they're like, what is Christmas star? What is Christmas? So they've come to figure out what Christmas is. Do it's, they get Christmas, though? Like, not do at they the, get it? Currently, no. They do not understand Christmas. Until Peter explains it to them, and then they run around the town going, like, face up really close to, like, tree ornaments and stuff going, what's this? What's this? There's magic everywhere. There are some similarities to that film that I dislike, correct. Okay. Um, no one dislikes that movie, by the way. Shut up. I am on record and on record again as disliking that film. There's an important... We can't fuck. legally mention what film we're talking about. <laughs> That's we correct. We only watch movies from uh, 1990 and before. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to get hit with a, like a slap lawsuit, right? Is that how that works? You watched some John Oliver, did you? Bitch. Um, of roasted. <laughs> Gatter. We all watched the same show, guys. <laughs> it's important important to note here that whenever the aliens are speaking or seen, or if they're in motion or talking, for some reason, the animators have decided to remove frames whenever the aliens speak or move. Oh, so they move differently than everyone yes, else. Yes, they sure do, and it sticks and out, it's and not, it's not because it's cheaper. It's right. not. Right. But they are missing like movement frames so that you just kind of move real disorientingly. And I wasn't a fan of it. I just have to say. So yeah, the aliens are here to look for the Jesus star and figure out what Christmas is all about. At this point, they say, what is Christmas? He explains, Peter explains it's about giving and love. The aliens don't know what love is. They actually say, what is love? Baby, they don't hurt me. That that's right. I have a fact I just want to put in here because it feels it feels just very relevant. Um, when I was very young, like two or three, let's say three, so I could form sentences and stuff. Sure. My mom wasn't letting me do something I wanted, so I told her that my other mom would do it and that I was an alien. And then <clears throat> I don't know, I ran away or whatever. But I guess I told her this like several times when I was that young. And she told me again when I was older, and she's like, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> um, and anyway, I'm the same as these aliens, is what I'm saying. I see. I, and my question for you is, did your other mom always do those things for you? No, no, she just let me do things. So if I wanted to, like, whatever, I wanted to go outside and it was raining, she'd be like, sure. Okay. Even though we were on a spaceship, so I don't know how that worked. But. Oh, I see. So your mom, yet your other mom, yes and it. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you can go outside, but just so you know, it's space. Her other mom wasn't really an alien. It was her improv teacher. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just picturing Melissa running around in meteor showers. Doesn't sound very safe. Well, that's how she got so fast. That's yeah. true. Forged in fire. Gotta catch them all. What? No, <laughs> that's the wrong video game. <laughs> Gotta go fast? <laughs> Gotta go fast. Yeah. Fake gamer girl. 
Our next shot after Peter's just trying to explain what Christmas is to these aliens is we go into the mayor's office. The mayor is colored differently than every other character for some reason. He's like a purplish color as far as I understand color. So he could be any color. Um, And he's just keeps saying, wait, what color are all the other people? They're all like Caucasian. Oh. I thought so I was picturing people in like people rainbow in their movie. Can we don't say Caucasian here? They're all like peach, <laughs> and beige, like white. Sure. All white people color. I'll go with white. Okay. Final answer. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not gonna have the word Caucasian on my podcast. <laughs> we can say peach. They're all a bunch of peaches. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was Chloe's. Yeah. Oh damn it! No, those are fruits. Those are stone fruits. I don't know about their habits, but. Um, <laughs> So we go to the mayor who's colored slightly differently and just keep saying, stay calm, stay calm. And it's kind of frantic and all over the place because also in the mayor's office is the cop, the like police captain. It's, he's at his desk, which is very messy. And he keeps answering phone calls about people seeing something in the sky and aliens and keeps saying they're all crazy and don't know anything. Well, the mayor just keeps freaking out, running around saying, stay calm, stay calm. Wow. Government conspiracies, man. And he's worried that his alien, like, wherever he's from, they're coming to, like, take him back and try him for all his crimes. His cover is blown. No, I think he's just a useless politician. Mm. Mm. Um, Too real. They're all about capital. The mayor and the sheriff, they really love it. But they're like, Amity stays open. I don't care if there's aliens here. <laughs> um, the when, aliens can't eat everyone. Amity is a winter town. <laughs> it's a shark. Oh! <laughs> the big shark film. I'm um, the number one fan of this podcast. I knew that. Once again, Wes is not here. Um, the police sergeant or chief is eventually convinced to go and investigate this. Um, the mayor wonders where the other two cops are, but he gave them off because it was Christmas. So, and he's not going to bring them back to work because it's all made up. Um, the mayor is going to stay, but then the cop says, that's great. If the aliens come here, you can deal with them. So then the mayor then follows the cop as they go on their investigation. During this time, we follow Peter as he's going around with the aliens everywhere to try and show them what Christmas is. The first stop is Mr someone's store because he always has a big Christmas display. Mr. Dinkle. Mr. Dinkle's store because he has a big Christmas display. We do go Doesn't there. Doesn't he though? <laughs> we do go there. Some big gold balls. <laughs> By the time we reach the store he's closing up and pretty unhappy and just talks. It's Christmas Eve, right? It is Christmas Eve, yes. Retail yeah. is hell. Yeah. Um, He's just talking about how no one's buying anything because they all go to the big whatever supermarket that just opened up it's in the town. It's for everyone. Yeah. So again, we're not mincing any words here. There is no subtext. It's all just the text. Yes. Okay. So he's complaining. And as Peter's showing the aliens, like there's a Christmas display, it's what people are doing. The one alien always asks, is this love? Is this sharing Peter over and over again to the point where I just have written, is this blank Peter in my notes? Because they constantly, like he looks at a Christmas ornament and is like, is this love Peter? So this is just the butterfly meme. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not very familiar with memes. Yes. Uh, So this is one with a character and it's a human character and it's wearing glasses and he's looking up at a butterfly, and on the bottom it says, is this, and then this blank, so you fill in that blank. Well, it, originally it said, is this a bird? Yeah. Oh, I see the butterfly man. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes, I, I know this one now. Mm. From the animated cartoons. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Um, classic. Indeed. Mm. As we follow Peter and trying to show them what Christmas is, they then go to the guy who was helping out the poor, the skinny, disheveled Santa guy um, who has nothing. No one's given him anything or anything like that. 
So Peter's like, oh, this is no good. And then the alien goes, is this love, Peter? And Peter's like, so close to being like, no, shut the fuck up. Learn what's going on. Yeah. Peter can't swear. <laughs> That's not loud. He stops himself from swearing. He's a yeah. good Jesus boy. No, he's not. No? Jesus has not been brought up other than that's really? what the star was. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know nothing about Peter. He's got a goose best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a weird place to start. That's just like um, better off goose when Tina befriends uh, the goose named Bruce. And that's the one for this episode. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to just go on a little. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I so want a super cut of the Bob's part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So as a last ditch effort, Peter's like, okay, you can come to my family dinner. Christmas rocks there. So as they head for family dinner, we switch over to seeing all the bullies. Or actually, sorry, Peter passes in the snow, this old rundown kind of shack that has lights on. And they look in the window and see the teens are in there. So Peter goes on and with the aliens. Then we cut to the teens who are talking. To the one hat-wearing teen is talking to the only... Woman that's a teen there? That's the Smurfette. Ha- yes, the Smurfette. Um, and he says, no, she says, what are you having for Christmas dinner? To which he responds, nothing. And they both start laughing so hard they fall onto the floor. As they are talking about the fact they have nothing and no food, their leader, again, with the sweet-ass bike. And the sweet-ass. No, that's a teenager, Barbara. Um, it's a cartoon. <laughs> Legally, it is not in Canada. Um, that's, a, that's something to know. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That's a I, good fact. So as we're talking about this, the leader says, do you know what would be fantastic? I would love a nice roast goose. They're going to roast a goose? Oh, no. Roast. Going, with a T. They're going to Sorry, I forgot you from Ontario. Lucy. I mean, they're going to roast Lucy. That was what I was trying to say. I'm here, I guess. They are going to roast Lucy. That's true. Should, like, we are all on that page now. We should. We should do that. Um, But as he's saying this, he, said, he says, I really love some roast goose, and I know where to get one. And he pulls out what looks like a switchblade. <laughs> Aggressive. F- and then says... Peter has a goose and clicks a switchblade, which reveals a comb, Mm -hmm. which I remember having as a child. Yeah. And then combs his hair, talking about how they're going to get this goose. That's very threatening, but Peter did just peep in on them, so he's also a creep. I just want to clarify, one goose has appeared in this entire movie, and then there's a scene about them wanting to eat a goose, and a character says, I know where to get one, but then goes on to explain, Peter has one. Like, we needed that extra exposition. Yes. Can you okay. imagine if he goes, Peter has one, and they just come up to Peter later, and they're like, hey, where'd you get your goose? We're really hoping to, to get ourselves one. <laughs> what I want to know is, how is he going to kill a goose with a comb? <laughs> I'm leaving that entire silence <laughs> in. Add like a soft whistle in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> like Tumbleweed sound. Yeah. Lonely train howling as it goes by. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Someone has to. Um, we then switch back to Peter as he's entering his home, and at this point, I'd like to bring up the small golden floating robot that has been with the aliens the entire time. Oh, I have a fact about it. Mm. I have one of those. Is it like the one from, oh, no, the Flintstones? That wasn't a robot, though, right? No, that's the Great Gazoo. Um, Sorry, the Wiseman's alien drone, the thing we're talking about, Mm. was actually the first role for the robot who played Wally. Oh, that's interesting. He's come so far. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. From made for TV Christmas specials to blockbusters. Like, Honestly, you gotta be proud. You gotta start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like... It's at this point, the second song of our special starts. What? Yes. Yes. It took yes. that long yes. to get the second one? Give us a taste. Give us a taste. I do not recall. Okay. Um, no, this one's like all instrumental. No. But it does follow as Peter and the wise men head towards the house. This is the first time we see, as I've noted, Goose X alien pet, because they start flirting pretty heavily. Oh, and oh, so are playing. The, so the aliens have a goose, and so the goose and the other alien goose are going to get it on. Incorrect. 
the golden alien robot starts flirting with the goose. Oh, I don't like this whole... And the goose is flirting back. Would that be <laughs> like transgooserism? They want a goose robot hybrid? It's uh, What it is, is a Christmas miracle. If, right? if the robot is a robot and the goose is like fleshy, I don't know. The seems... robot's dick is also fleshy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The robot can so change... Like, uh, Robo- Robocop. Yeah. The robot can change its size and shape somewhat. It functions oh. quite similar to a balloon a lot of the times. Oh. Nice. Good for you, Lucy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if flirting's the right word here. She was interested. An inflated in- sense of interest. <laughs> she was interested in an electronic toy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the robot does appear pretty sentient, though. Um, just before Peter actually gets inside, we do just get a shot of his home where his parents and grandmother all are preparing for Christmas. His parents are finishing setting up their tiny, tiny tree. They just pop it up. It's like a little toy. Barbara's looking at me like it's sad. It's not negative at all. No, no, no. It's, I'm thinking of like the little umbrellas you put in a drink, but like a tree that size. And they just put it in the, like, the center of their table. Slightly bigger. It opens like that, and it's on its own little pedestal. Adorable. To which the dad then places presents that are much higher than the tree beside. We then see their grandmother, who is making a paper craft angel, a very delicate one with moving wings, to which the parents respond to um, one of their mothers, the grandmother, saying, you need to hurry up, and I have a direct quote here for everyone. You don't make things anymore. You buy them. Wow. Oh. Wow. Melissa's nodding like, mm-hmm, I am also a crafter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. People say that to me all the time. Yes, and she's <laughs> like, no, this is what we used to do. At that point, Peter comes through the door. He's like, hey, I brought some guests. His parents were like, Peter, how many times have we told you? That sentence doesn't end. But the fact that they're like, Peter, how many times have we told you not to bring strangers to family dinners is upsetting in and of itself. Uh, it sounds like Peter. He's got a big, generous heart, and he's always running into aliens. Peter, how many times have we told you you can't bring poultry in here and expect them to eat at the dinner? We're having turkey. <laughs> it's just uncomfortable. Your goose shot in the oven again. <laughs> As he's like coming through the door and his parents are saying this, they don't get to finish because... The, as I'll call them, three wise men or the three aliens walk in, which stops everyone from talking because they're like, oh, my God, what are these aliens? What's going on? That also happens when I enter a room. (laughs) (laughs) I think the most important takeaway from this scene is as they're like, they're aliens and stuff. Peter explains they're aliens. They want to find out about Christmas. His parents are freaking out. His grandmother, who's standing beside his parents, starts fixing her hair and says, Oh my, men from Mars. Oh no! <laughs> it's like that Jeff Goldblum movie. <laughs> we don't Mars talk about Mars. him anymore. Oh, what? Jeff Goldblum's canceled. Yes, what? sir. What Defended happened? Woody Allen and then a bunch of women were like, oh yeah, by the way, he's a creep. No. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad, but also that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. right? I was waiting for him. Yeah. Like, honestly, like he played the creep too well in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, now that we've brought the room down. Yeah, excellent. So <laughs> successful. They, That's why you invited me. <laughs> they are like, okay, sure, fine. The aliens can stay for dinner. Who gives a shit? Wait, so the men from Mars thing, is that the like, grandma being racist? No, that's oh, she's being flirty. Yeah, no, she's that's why she's fixing her hair. She's got the hots for all of them. It could oh, okay. be both, Barbara. It's well, I just, you know, <laughs> I, I just like that she's like, oh, they're from Mars. Like all aliens are from Mars. That's such a grandma thing to say. No, yeah, I, I, I would agree <laughs> with you, but yeah, she was very clearly animated, like fixing right. her hair and like, oh my, men from Mars. You're right, Barbara. It's it's not good of us to just assume that every alien is from Mars. Don't mock my advocacy. My advocacy work is real work. And you should get paid for it. Why would they ref- <laughs> Why is it weird that a woman is getting paid for her advocacy work? Even this is Megan Murphy, people got really mad when people were like, oh, she's going around and she gets paid for all of these talks. And everyone's like, yeah, is it wrong for a woman to get paid? Anyway. Barbara, your rebuttal? 
Don't compare me to Megan Murphy. I care about alien rights. <laughs> it's too late. I've done it. So they're like, okay, fine. The aliens can stay. But the mother's like, Peter, go outside, get some wood. So he goes outside in the snow in their home or whatever. There's, For the record, there's no snow in their home. He goes outside where there is snow. He goes That's to... Your first mistake. You always put a little bit of snow in your home. <laughs> he goes... That way your windows don't fog up. <laughs> he goes to the wood pile to grab wood, and the goose and alien come out with him. He goes back in and shuts the door. The goose and the alien uh, play more flirty, flirty, fun games. It's at this point that... It's so weird. <laughs> We see that the teens are all hiding in the wood pile. Okay. Looking at the goose. And then their third song of the special plays. How do you hide in a wood pile? Is is the third They're like pretending they're pieces of wood. So they're just like scrunched up really small, looking like a little tube? Yeah. They're laying on the pile edge. and then there's more wood piled on top of them. Yeah. So, but which one goes on top? Because who's going to pile the wood on them? Jesus. Yeah. For the record, it's wood, so you can just stack it so it's hollow in the center. Yeah, but so you're saying that teens unstacked it, got inside, and then stacked it back around them? I'm saying the teens probably took the one of the stacks, moved it a couple feet back. I love this. I love this. It's great <laughs> for the podcast, the logistics of stacking wood, but maybe we could like keep going. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> it, I, you know, I'm in your space, so... Wood Logistics are, is a different podcast. Yeah. That's, um, is the third song to the tune of Kidnap Mr. Santa Claus, but it's about the goose? No. It is um, now. Yeah. As we go back in the house with Peter, um, he's like, what? Explain to these aliens, what is Christmas? And the parents are kind of like, ah, Christmas. And then grandma starts talking about how Christmas used to be. And how when she was a little girl, her dad would go out to the woods and chop down a tree and bring it home and it'd be all the way up to the ceiling. And then there'd be presents and they made stuff. And as she's describing this, the the owl-faced alien's face starts to glow bright red. And he materializes a giant perfect Christmas tree that goes all the way up to the ceiling. Is the Christmas tree his penis? Yeah. No, it's a Christmas tree. Yeah, did he just come a Christmas tree? <laughs> no, he magicked a Christmas tree. And as the grandmother keeps describing stuff, and then we had, you know, garland all like this and these very, um, you so know. So this owl's into the grandma. Probably. And yeah. then, you know, she's describing like the ornaments and popcorn on string, that kind of stuff. It all appears. She talks about it. We used to have this beautiful garland and display set up here on top of the fireplace, to which the owl face turns blue. Or a purple color, and he starts materializing these like beautiful decorations. As he does, a lounging rabbit smoking a cigar does appear with it, who is then quite shocked and freaked out and runs away. What? Sounds right. I'm into it. What? I love it. Like the popcorn string garlands are always a, a pest attractor, but that's a little much. Like. The aliens bring in a, essentially magic in a huge full dinner table and everything like that. There's no mouths on them, but as the singing is happening for this third song, it does only focus on the slightly moving food. So I do believe the food is supposed to be singing in that scene. I've had enough of sentient food in Christmas (laughs) movies. This is getting buck wild. And it's, good as hell. It's cosmic. Oh. Um, as this is happening, we then go back outside to where the teens... Well, first we see the goose and the robot just playing and having so much fun and flirting. I cannot... I, I keep saying flirting, but just know I cannot properly describe it, but they are drawn to be flirting. There is, like, blushing and little interactions. Mm. So they are flirting. The goose looks down and then looks back up with mm-hmm. her eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because that's how you know it's a lady goose, because it has, like, aggressive eyelashes. <laughs> eyelashes. It does a close-up on her face. You can see she actually had a bow on her head the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lipstick just at the end of her beak. <laughs> so she has that Instagram makeup face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we watch them play, the teens bust out from where they've been hiding in the woodpile and capture the goose. Wait, wait, wait. They bust out of the wood? Yes, that's the phrasing I chose to use. Yep. 
Um, as they escape from the woodpile, they abscond with the goose and start making a getaway all together on the bike where they begin to ride the bike away in the snow. Okay. Luckily, as they do this, Peter sees them and lets everyone know what's going on. So Peter rushes out after them, again, trying to catch up with a bike riding on top of snow. Just so, like feats of snow, but it's just a bike riding on top of snow. It's a wild goose chase. Are we, I just need some reassurance here. How far along are we? And are we going to get any reassurance about the mayor and the police Government chief? conspiracy? Like what's happening there? So as Peter's chasing the teens, they run past where the alien spaceship is docked, where all the townspeople are, where the mayor is, and... The police chief is there yelling at it that you have until the count of three to come out, whoever you are. But as that happens, the teens run by, and then shortly after, Peter runs by, and Peter's telling, hey, stop, thief, that's my goot. Like, you know, he's trying to stop them. That's when the cop's at two. The cop says, oh, a thief, a crime, that I can deal with, produces a siren from nowhere, and puts it on top of his head. And as it starts going, he starts running after them, and all the townspeople go with him. The mayor, who is very nervous, then just goes by himself. One, as to continue the countdown, and then goes, ah, and then joins the rest of the group to follow after the teens. He's a follower, not a leader. As, <laughs> true, <laughs> as Peter's chasing after now just the main teen, who has the gooses on the bike, um, again, it's the middle of winter. There's snow everywhere. The thunderstorm starts happening and you can hear the, the thunder and see the lightning, which is a very typical snowy day. Because of this, he gets snow blindness. He gets thunder snow blindness. Yes. And doesn't see where he's going, gets his bike stuck and then runs out onto the ice. Uh Oh, to which the ice immediately cracks. Uh-oh. And the bully falls through the ice with the goose. The goose gets on top of the water and flies out of it and is completely fine. We do now see the lead teen drowning to death. What? He is drowning Jesus. to death in the ice. That makes sense. Does he get saved? I don't know. That was a VeggieTales thing. <laughs> That's a Christian humor joke for you right there. Ah. Wait, does the goose fly with the sweater still on? Yeah, the sweater does not appear to affect the wings in any form. Oh, Do not, your sweaters affect your the, arms, Chloe? Well, like, is huh? it like a cutoff huh? sweater where the, the wings are outside of the sweater? or Pretty clearly it must be. Oh, okay. I was picturing. So it's like a sweater. There's a lot of animosity mm -hmm. here yeah. in this general area. Yeah. Intense mm -hmm. energy we're bringing. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> keep pulling on that string, man. <laughs> so as Peter. Keep rubbing your neck as you're saying that. I'm itchy here. <laughs> from the tension. Barbara's allergic <laughs> to our bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's obviously hot on our lead on the bully teen's trail and sees that he's fallen into the ice and immediately goes out to help the teen, which then ends up with Peter falling into the ice. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. I watched a movie like that one time, but the uh one of the people who fell in the ice turned into a wolf. So he scratched the other guy up when he was pulling him out. Oh, huh. <laughs> what a hairy situation. Okay. <laughs> so as they're struggling and both slowly succumbing to hypothermia and dying, we see the rest of the townspeople show up in the cop, and they quickly decide that they need to help them. So they get on the ice and start forming a human chain as the ice is breaking. However, there's not enough people to save them. There's not enough people to, like, be on land and form a complete human chain. How small is this town? Pretty small. And at that point, that the aliens have a brief discussion because they've already established that they cannot interfere. It's against galactic law. But they can make a whole Christmas. Correct. Yeah, that violates Prime Directive. When they stopped, like when they started chasing after Peter, but what happened? All of the earlier generated decorations just disappeared, for the record. Mm. So they have a brief discussion and come to the conclusion that all this togetherness and helping is Christmas, which is the Jesus star, 
which means they can help out in this situation. Hey, these dum-dums figured that out pretty rapidly from previously thinking that like Christmas ornaments were love. love. Correct, yeah. but it's crucial to the plot that they now save the child. I guess. So they do now know it. And just before they start the human train, the main talking one goes, I hope Galactic Central isn't watching us right now. And then start <laughs> starts. That's a weird place to put some weird wo- hmm, world uh, building. <laughs> yes. So then people are briefly like, oh, shit, aliens first save the kids. Yeah. So they all form a chain with the humans and aliens and safely pull the children from the ice. Okay. I'm sorry, I once again... Because you did said, say we watched him drown to death. Mm-mm. Yeah. We were watching... Uh, let's yeah. run that tape back. We do now see the lead teen drowning to death. What? He is drowning Jesus. to death in the ice. Haven't we all watched a teen drown to death once or twice? Ooh, admit to that on the recording. As they pull everyone out, as they pull the kids out from the ice, they then are all happy and they discuss like what's to be done. They're like, hey, that kid should be locked up and thrown in jail. He stole a bike. Then Peter kind of brings everyone together and they all decide to have Christmas all together. The next scene is everyone, the aliens and everyone like that, all together in Peter's house. Wait, the whole town or just the aliens and the teens? The whole town. Everyone just fits in Peter's house. Correct. Okay. Okay, sure. Great. And they're all having a big Christmas dinner. They're all finishing up, setting up the tree together. The tree at this point doesn't have anything on the top of it. But we do see, hands down, the weirdest and least liked thing in the entire movie to me. We see the cop sitting on the couch talking to the teen girl. Nope. 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 Stop it. Mm. Movie's over. That's illegal in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) To sit on a couch? I agree. But as they're sitting there, she leans over and says, hey, big boy. Nope. Nope. Can I see your badge? Mm. To which he is like, okay, pulls out his badge. To which then she takes and gives to the main teen who looks at it for a second and everyone says his name. And then he smiles and hands it to someone else who puts it on top of the Christmas tree as the Christmas star. Disgusting. Worse. That went even worse than I was expecting it to go. The mayor then says that no one will ever, I've written the mayor is, is socialist, but he says that no one shall ever be hungry again in town, especially on Christmas. So he set it up that anyone who needs food ever in the town. Gets to eat the goose. No, can now have food. So the mayor has suddenly become super socialist. Okay. He doesn't care about capital anymore at mm-hmm. all. No. Amity is a town that's open whenever we feel like it. Now we also get a shot of the goose and the alien pet uh, sharing food with each other and being very flirty. Oh, if they're sharing food, they've already. They've already. <laughs> yeah. Like the, ten- the tension is quelled, but it's still uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and then... After everyone enjoys dinner together, the whole town and everyone goes back to the alien spaceship. The aliens board and are thankful for learning the meaning of Christmas. Um, The goose is crying as it's leaving because the alien pet is going with them. And the goose is pregnant now. Probably. Single mother. (laughs) On her little gold goslings. Um, Golden geese. Oh. As the (laughs) ship... The ship all closes up and starts to fly away, and the townspeople are talking about it, but they're having a very good time. The ship then lights up and turns into many different lights that form the shape of a Christmas angel, a massive Christmas angel in the sky that slowly opens its wings and then flies away into space. Finn. So something that was not answered in your explanation, I'm not sure if it was in the movie at all, it doesn't seem like it, but um, how do you poop in space? Suction. So something has to suck a poop out of your butt? I don't know further than that. You stick, you crack a hole in a window, there's there's no opening, you have to crack a hole every time, and then you just sort of stick your butt against the hole. And then the vacuum of space pulls your shit out. No, that would rip your anus out. No, 
Yes. No, common, like that's a common mistake. You would think that, but you have to trust in the process. I do not believe you. Mm-hmm. I do want to praise the, the realism where clearly the owl-faced alien at one point like gags up a pellet of bones and fur and cartilage <laughs> at one point. It was a little strange because it's like, this is a weird, yeah, it was like, what does this have to do with Christmas? It was a weird but, pacing, but like, yeah. it's all about giving back. It was weird that the grandma got so horny for it. I don't think that's weird. I think don't as kink you shamer. age, yeah. As, as you age, different things start getting you going. Yeah. Bones. Hentai can only do it for you for so long. We're getting a real glimpse into Barbara's life today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any more facts for me? Or? Um, I only have questions. Do you have any facts, Melissa? Um, I don't think so. I think we've answered them all. Okay, I'll now open the floor to questions. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure if this is the first in the series that you've seen, but are you familiar with the Halloween prequel to this movie? I am which not. I believe is called Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater, in which Peter is dressed as a fish for Halloween and accidentally fall- swallows his friend Jonah. Um, that's a lot of different Bible stuff you're mixing up there. I believe that was from Veggie Tales. Okay, so we're not going to yes and. We're just going to shut, it, shut down. it down. Shut it right down. Correct. No playing in this space. Not for me. So final question. Maybe you can actually answer this one. Uh, what do you think they were trying to convey in the scene where Murr, the wise alien, uh, monologues about his divorce while Peter is pretending to be asleep? <laughs> um, I think it speaks to the duality of man. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that? I mean the dual nature of man. Mm, and what do you mean by that? I mean that we can both be experiencing the greatest trauma and loss with like the divorce but also find a comfort and rejuvenation within the act of sleep. We mm-hmm. can't always get there, but it's always something we strive for. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm say, maybe it's like one person, duality of man. You can be incredibly honest to a person who is just lying, lying both figuratively and literally laying down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said figuratively and metaphorically. You guys yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> That was a uh, cosmic Christmas special. Sounds horrible. It was something. It's hard to keep in the front of my mind that all of the time while these aliens are moving and speaking, there's like skipped phrases. Yeah, no, it, you have to oh, see it. It is upsetting. <laughs> they have weird modulation on their voice as well. It's very weird. Is it weird that both movies kind of ended the same way where it was like we're gonna ignore an attempted murder with a christmas party yeah i do like that most movies end that way it's true i like that they both had the element of some the villain needing saving and then the person coming to help ending up needing saving and then the community rallies around them it's almost like there's a common theme Hmm. between Mm, the jesus It's sort of like um, a community won't care about uh, a person who needs caring for unless a person they already care for is in trouble. Mm. 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 What the fuck was with the badge going on top of the tree, though? It's a star. It's a Christmas star. Oh, it's like a sheriff's badge. Yeah, I was yeah, picturing yeah. like an actual no, 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 badge. No, no, no. It's a star. Mm. I'm more focused on the how it was acquired, but... How was, well, was yeah, I was purple? as you were going along that story, I was excited for the team to look at it and then show it to a friend and then for them to all run off with it. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. And they're like, we're the sheriffs now. Yeah. Yeah. I weirdly thought it was going to be like a thing where the bad guy, a bad teen suddenly became a cop. I thought that's where <laughs> that was oh. going. It also would have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul, we are going to need a grape and a wine from you, please. Sure. So my wine is definitely the Pokemon is out, and it's so good. And Yamper is so cute. It's true. Oh, okay. And and my grape is just, it, you know, all the setup for Pokemon was like you and someone else playing it together, but then someone else has purposely gotten very busy. So it's pretty purposely. annoying. So someone... The the person we're um, we're talking about right now has just decided that instead of playing Pokemon, they're going to do everything else. Correct. Yes. What kind of monster doesn't have time for video games? 
Yeah. It's not so much. It's not my fault. There's Christmas markets coming up and I just got a new job. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, everyone wish Barbara congratulations on her new job. New job. Thank you. And the library. Not this one. Not this one. Books are cool. Books are cool. Books oh my are god. Cool. Okay. Reading is bad. Whatever you have. <laughs> Reading is bad. You can get a selection of audiobooks though. Mm. From audible.com. Nope. Fuck or Audible. From the library.com. Yeah. I think I just made it so Overdrive. you'll never get that sponsor for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We have Bagels right now. Yeah, that's bagels. all we need. The t- <laughs> and all you need. Bagels. Bagels are. What about bagels? <laughs> bagels aren't a thing. Bagels are a thing. You can get them at the corner store. Uh, I did not come here to be <laughs> slandered, so. This is also a reference I get. <laughs> Just like eavesdrops. Gutters. Gutters? Yeah. What do you call the things on a roof? Yeah, gutters. Yeah. Calls them eavesdrops. Because they're eavesdrops. Yeah. Okay, rich blood, get out of here. Not rich blood. Oh, they're, they're eavesdrops. That's you, that's me. <laughs> they're literal troughs on your eaves. They are eavesdrops. And you never clean them. Oh, I do. I clean my eavesdrops all the time. Well, I don't myself, of course. A neighbor boy does it. <laughs> the fuck? Why is my grandmother here? <laughs> Okay, we should probably wrap this up. Well, let's give Paul a big thank you. Thank you for coming, Paul. Thank you for watching whatever the hell that was. Yeah, I didn't like it, but thanks for it. Thanks for it anyway. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I love that real negative energy right near the end. And uh, I, I look forward to not be invited back. Thank you. I fucking oh, you loved did, it. You did fine. The movie was bad. It uh, happens. I wrote the movie. Oh, well, I wrote Groundhog Day. No, oh. I'm sorry. What one did I write? <laughs> you wrote Caddyshack. I wrote Caddyshack. And Groundhog Day. Well, not yet. Not yet today. Yeah. Yeah. I write them in the future and then I go back, back in time and I give them to people. I see. So. Oh, I was going for it. You haven't written it yet today, but you will. And then the day will restart and you'll write it again. That's a better joke. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.